Hey guys, today we're going to talk about how if you can hug a toddler, you can manage your stress. So before we start, I'm going to make you watch this 30 second video. It is my absolute favorite toddler video on the internet. It's from the fabulous Instagram account, Hungry Sarong. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, come to your phone, look at the video, watch this video with me. How cute is that video? And today we are going to talk about how to take how you reacted to that super cute toddler in the video and apply it to how you react to yourself when you're feeling stressed. I think there's three components to the reaction that you probably had as you're watching this video. First, you know that this reaction is normal. When you see a toddler crying about how they didn't get a fancy diamond ring, it's very easy for you to hold two ideas in your head at once. Idea number one, this toddler's reaction is 100% normal. Many small children cry when they see someone else getting a gift because they're feeling jealous and they don't know how to handle that emotion. And idea number two, this toddler is 100% safe and fine. They are not in any real danger. Now, these seem like two opposing ideas. A big negative reaction is normal, and there is no real danger in this situation. But when you see a crying toddler, it's very easy for you to believe both of those things at the same time. And you can believe that about yourself as well. When you're consumed by the Sunday scaries at night, when your heart is in your throat before a big meeting, when you're staring at your to-do list and just wanting to run away from everything, you can treat yourself the same way you would treat a crying toddler. You can know that your reaction to the situation is 100% understandable and normal and know that you're not in any real danger here. You are perfectly safe. The second thing you're probably thinking, your reaction to pain is gentle, understanding, loving amusement. You know intuitively that yelling at the crying toddler won't help the situation. Just look at how the parents reacted to their toddler's tears. They laughed. They gave her a hug. They comforted her. They were gentle. They were understanding. They were loving. And they were kind of amused. Now imagine how this video would have gone if they'd reacted to her in one of the four unhelpful ways that we usually react to our negative emotions. I talked about that in the intro to this series, which I've linked above. The four unhelpful ways. First, they could believe and build on her story. They could tell her, oh my God, it is a huge problem that you didn't get a ring. You're always treated so unfairly. Or unhelpful way number two, they could resist and run from her reaction. They could lock their toddler in a room by herself and refuse to hear what she has to say. Or unhelpful way number three, they could invalidate what she's feeling. 
They could say, don't you realize that you have an amazing life? All your needs are already taken care of. You shouldn't even be crying about this. Or unhelpful way number four, they could pathologize what she's feeling. They could treat it like a disease or something wrong with her. They could say, what's wrong with you? Why are you so selfish? Why are you so unkind? You'll never have friends if you behave this way. But seriously, just imagine reacting in one of those four ways to a toddler crying about not getting a gift. You already know what would happen. That toddler is going to cry 10 times more. The problem just got bigger, not smaller. And the same thing happens when you're stressed out and you react to yourself in one of those four ways. So whether you're replaying what you said in a meeting and regretting everything, or whether you're convinced your boss hates you and is definitely going to fire you, or whether you're getting disagreement from someone else and wondering, my God, am I the crazy one? Don't add more fuel to the fire. React to the little toddler inside you with gentleness, understanding, love, and a little bit of amusement. And the last thing <clears throat> that you probably recognize in the video, you recognize the problem and you find a better solution. So when a toddler cries, throws a big tantrum, there are two things that are actually happening. They're identifying a problem. I'm jealous that mom got a ring and I didn't. And they're suggesting a solution. Give me mom's ring. And what the parents do in this case is, first, they listen to the problem. Got it. You're jealous that you didn't get a ring. And then they present a better solution. Here's an even bigger ring in an even better color, which also happens to be much cheaper, but we know that you don't actually care about that. Ignoring the problem doesn't help. It's a very real problem to this toddler. It has to be addressed somehow. But blindly following the toddler solution also doesn't help because the proposed solution from the toddler is probably not going to be that good. That's why you have to find the middle ground. Listen to and believe the very real problem that the kid inside of you is having and then find an even better solution than what the kid inside you is suggesting. And by the way, it might not be some complex, heavy-duty, very serious solution. It might be a light, simple, fun, kid-level solution. For example, if you see everyone partying on Instagram, but no one is inviting you anywhere, so you just want to stay home and hide. Your brain has done a great job identifying a real problem. You want to spend more time doing fun things with your friends. Your envy is revealing an unfulfilled want within you. And your brain is offering a not great solution. It's say saying you should stay home and hide. And that is guaranteed to make your problem worse. Because you want to be having fun with your friends, therefore you should stay home and see no one. That is some adorably wrong toddler logic from your brain. And you can find the easy, fun, playful, kid-level solution. Let's see some friends and do something fun. Think about that event that you heard about recently that sounded cool. Look it up, ping two friends about it. Or let's say you've just started a big project and you're sitting there feeling totally paralyzed and all you want to do is run away. Once again, your brain has done a great job identifying a real problem. It's a big task and you're not sure where to start. And your brain is offering a not great solution. It's saying, let's run away from everything. You want to get this done, therefore you should run away and not do it. Again, that's just some adorably wrong toddler logic from your brain. 
and you can find the easy, fun, playful, kid-level solution. For example, just make it really small. What do you know? What's one thing you can do that you know will help move you forward? Start there. None of us are toddlers anymore. At least I'm pretty sure there are no toddlers watching this video. But all of us still have a little toddler inside of us. And growing up did not make that toddler go away. All of us just put some grown-up programming on top of our toddler programming. And that doesn't have to be a problem because you can befriend your inner toddler. The little kid inside you is not the only thing in there. You've also got the wisdom and good humor of an adult. You just need to work with that little kid. You need to know that its reactions are totally normal. You need to give it a hug and a smile, listen to its problems, believe what it's telling you, and then give it better solutions than it can dream up by itself. And next week, tune in for part four of this series. If you can watch a fireworks show, you can manage your stress. Now, you guys know that I love all of you like crazy. That's why I give away literally everything I know for free. And because I love all of you like crazy, I simply insist that you have to give yourself the gift of a coach. Let me give you a five question guide that will instantly spotlight whether or not it's time for you to hire a coach. Question one, what are the current high priority goals or problems in your life? The things that you simply know must be solved in the next few weeks or months. Question two, are you getting dedicated, targeted help and support on those problems on a regular basis? Do you get a regular stream of advice and problem solving to help you make progress? Question three, are you getting your questions and concerns answered? After you get the advice or the problem solving, are you able to resolve any resistance or confusion that you have about how to put that advice into action? Question four, are you following through and implementing consistently? Are you making steady progress towards your goal? In question five, if you get stuck, do you get unstuck within seven days at the absolute maximum? If you answered yes to questions two through four, you are already getting a coach level of support for your goal or problem. And that is awesome. Congrats on investing in yourself and making such a strong commitment to creating the life that you want. If you answered no to any of questions two to four, it is time for you to hire a coach. You do not have to solve your problems with a lack of targeted help, nobody to answer your questions, spotty implementation, and long periods of being stuck. That does not have to be your norm. You can give yourself the gift of a steady stream of dedicated, customized help with your questions answered on the spot, the structure to support consistent implementation, and the guarantee of being stuck for no more then one week at a time, because that's when you'll get on your next coaching call with me. This is 100% available to you right now. So don't make yourself wait another day. I want us to get started today. Go to the link above and book a free coaching consult.